Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Well, hey, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Mark Simone here for Sean. Normally, I'm on our big uh, flagship here in New York, 710 WOR. You can hear me on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Sean will be back. Hey, with us right now, Carol Roth, who's a great, uh, you see her all over radio, television, and a best-selling author. Her book is You Will Own Nothing, Your War with a New Financial World Order. That's actually something they actually say, these Davos idiots. You will own nothing, and... Uh, it's great to have her with us. You can follow her on Twitter and all that stuff. Carol Roth, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. Great to be back with you. Love following you on social media. You've got the best presence uh, of anyone I know on Instagram. Really, I like that when the guest you know, when the guest uh, butters up the host. It's always a good start. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm on. I, I don't know. I'm, I love Instagram. Mark Simone NYC at Instagram. I I don't. I don't know Twitter X. I don't know. I just can't bother with it sometimes. It's it's not working right, is it? No, they've definitely messed with the algorithm. It used to be so easy to follow the trends and the things that were happening. Now you go to the trends. It was something that happened five days ago. You have no idea yeah. what's going on, but uh, it's still it's still fun if you dig deep. It's kind of like TJ Maxx, right? If you spend enough time, you're going to find the gems, but it's going to take a whole lot of effort. <laughs> so. Um... You know, these, uh, your book is called You Will Own Nothing. People may not realize this, but that lunatic that runs Davos actually says this. He's written a book called The Great Reset where they, you'll own nothing and you'll be happier. Uh, you think it's kind of declining, though, these globalist idiots of Davos? They're kind of losing their grip. 
I don't think so. I think they're just trying to um, repackage themselves and so, oh, you know, we don't, you didn't like what we were doing over here. We're going to find a, a kinder, gentler way to repackage this, you know, whether it's uh, ESG or any of these initiatives. You know, people are pushing back on ESG, great grassroots movement. A lot of the states have pushed back. So they're trying to repurpose that as, uh, you know, social responsibility and, you know, responsible investing and social impact. And so they, they try to say that, you know, they try to make it seem like they're not as much of a force, but they're certainly doing everything they can to be disruptive um, in every facet, you know, whether it's uh, our communities or the financial markets or whatnot. Way too many ideas from these lunatics with too much money. I, I, you know, you've got this much money and power, just go enjoy yourself. Get a yacht. Do something else. Just leave the rest of us alone, Mark. Yeah, well, uh, you know, these donors are all genius at their business they've made fortunes but when they get into politics they are the dumbest people you have ever seen they always back the wrong candidate they back every loser and when you talk to them i was arguing with a bunch of them today they start with that uh trump is losing it trump uh, is making more gaffes than then than, and they actually believe this nonsense uh is that part of the Saul Alinsky playbook accuse your opponent of whatever you're guilty of I think especially for some of the people who are really wealthy, they live in such a bubble, right? They move in a circle with just a handful of people, and so it becomes this self reinforcing feedback loop. They're completely out of touch with the American people. I know back in 2015, um, I worked at a, a, bi- a different business financial network than probably a lot of the listeners here uh, listen, listen to and view. And I was one of the first people to say, as soon as Trump came down the stairs, said, you know, he has a really good shot to win. Oh, your credibility is going down. You know, I wrote pieces about the wussification of America and what Trump stood for and, and why he really tapped into something that people were feeling. And it was really about part of a movement. And the people who are so far removed and who have everything going so well for them really can't understand that. They're the same people who think we have a great economy that don't understand why people are, are upset about inflation. It's not impacting them. It's worked out really well for them. They've been the beneficiaries of a wholesale transfer of wealth from Main Street to these, these elites. And so, you know, they just see what's in front of them. They don't have that full data set to even be able to participate in a conversation that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, hey, and it's the same group, these dumb donors that started this silly rumor about uh, Biden will drop out at the convention, Michelle Obama will be the candidate. There's not a hint of this coming from anywhere near Michelle Obama. It's just these donors. Uh, but uh, Biden looks to me like he is not planning to go anywhere. Would you agree? So I, I tend to be on the, the more conspiratorial side of this, <laughs> perhaps, than you are, Mark. I just, you know, he certainly doesn't want to go anywhere, but when you have the media turning on him and raising questions that they wouldn't dare to raise otherwise, questions about his age and, and, you know, showing poll numbers and running these stories that normally would be buried and they wouldn't touch, it does say to me that there is concern. So it doesn't mean that he will necessarily be swapped out right away. This is something that could happen down the road. But, uh, you know, I, I think that if they start seeing this or they see the continuation of the trajectory they're on, they're going to find some way. Maybe it's a new VP where it's sort of a wink and a, a nudge that, hey, this person will be next in line and don't you worry if something happens to the big guy. 
but uh, you know, it, it, not necessarily Michelle Obama, but Hillary's been surfacing a lot lately. Uh, certainly, Gavin Newsom is licking his chops. So I think there are all kinds of people who would love to uh, to be in that position. I don't know that Joe is going to be the one that makes it, um, you know, long term. Just given the fact that the people who would normally support him really have turned. Yeah, and. What about Nikki Haley? What the heck is she up to? What is this? I'll never quit. After you lose everything, you do have to quit, don't you? You know, it's funny. In the finance world, you know, we have a term called hedging, which is sort of an insurance policy for something that isn't really profit or uh, isn't really likely to happen. But if it does happen, you know, there's a there's a potential big upside or downside to it. So you hedge. And I feel like Nikki Haley is trying to be that hedge, that she's betting that, you know, in the unlikely event that, you know, the deep state's able to keep Trump off of some tickets or interfere with the election or, you know, something happens, that she will be the only one there. And when that panic sets in, the GOP is going to say, well, you know, she's got an organization. She's been out there running. She at least has some delegates. So I guess we'll go to her. So I think that's the calculated bet that she's making because there's no other logical reason for her to still be hanging around at this point. Uh, Betting on Donald Trump failing. The guy's already been indicted 91 times. (laughs) He's fighting four trials at once, and he didn't even blink yet. So uh, what could possibly, if, if he's not out now, what could possibly knock him out? There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's what a hedge is, right? It's low probability, but the payoff is big. So, and maybe she's trying to leverage it for something else. Maybe she's trying to get the VP slot, which I don't see happening, but maybe she's trying. Uh, maybe she's trying to get a cabinet position, but she's definitely hanging around and trying to, to be the last one standing just in case. Okay, but when you say hedge, that's like the uh, billionaire acts on the show Billions. You know, he knows how to hedge. <laughs> this Nikki Haley has an IQ like 80. She's... Not capable of any of that. So, um, and, uh, if Biden is in this condition now, let, I'm God forbid he got reelected. If he's in this condition now, what would he look like two years from now? I mean, I think we'd all be uh, visiting him at the nursing home where they keep Grandpa Simpson and the Simpsons, right? I mean, it's uh, it's kind of sad. I mean, it really is at this point elder abuse um, for his family. I mean, it was back in 2020. At this point, it's, you know, sort of double that. And I I just cannot fathom, based on what we've seen, and we've seen the decline. This is a very public person, so it's not like we we can't track this in real time. Um, You know, two years from now, based on what I've seen uh, with other aging family members, you know, I I mean, he can barely put a sentence together. He barely remembers where, where he is. Is, um, you know, it's, it's a, an embarrassment and a national security issue, frankly, for our nation. I, I, I just, you know, it, it would be a really bad scenario. And if we're sitting here having this discussion two years from now and he's still is the president of the United States, I'd be really, really surprised. I'm not a betting woman, Mark, but, you know, that, that's one where I'd like to, to perhaps put some money down. Hey, I mean, this whole thing we're talking, Carol Roth, this whole thing is like one big nightmare. Uh, border wide open, millions flooding in, crime all over every city, shoplifting is legal. Uh, how and when is this nightmare going to end? 
I mean, so you you've sort of hit the tip of the iceberg. We also have thirty four plus trillion dollars in debt. We have debt to GDP at emerging market and crisis levels, deficits to GDP that are two times the historic average, the personal saving rate down, the record household debt, increasing credit card delinquencies. I can go on and on and on. It's overwhelming for Americans. There are so many places where this administration has absolutely destroyed our country, and uh, something has to be done because between it coming on every front, people are really starting to, to despair and give up hope because they want to fight in this one direction, and then there's that whole you know panoply of other things that are happening, and so there there is not much longer that we can we can hold out, we can take this. So something needs to be done urgently, and uh, you know this this election is just potentially the most important one ever. Hmm. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we've never seen anything like this historically, uh, and uh, like universities all totally screwed up anti-Semitic, anti-this, anti-that. How do we ever rescue that? How do we ever get our universities back? I think that there needs to be a a really big conversation on whether the university system even makes sense. I mean, if you look at the kids who are coming out and the level of skills that they have, uh, they're not getting the same types of education that they were getting you know, 20 and, and 30 years ago. They're also being saddled with so much debt that they couldn't possibly get a return on the investment they've made in that education, even if they did have some good tangible skills. Education like that was important when it was hard to access information, now we have information basically anywhere. So it's about the credentials, and if those credentials aren't standing up, um, I think you're going to see more companies, and, and tech has taken the lead, you know, doing their own type of certification programs and alternatives to the traditional education system because it's clear what used to be a prestigious university is now a hedge fund with an indoctrination camp attached. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Well, uh, everybody get Carol Roth's uh, book, You Will Own Nothing, Your War with a New Financial World Order and How to Fight Back. And what's the best place to follow you, Twitter, X? Uh, It's the same one everywhere. It's Carol J.S. Roth. You can find me everywhere. Carol J.S. Roth everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. And uh, great talking to you. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Uh, Also, of course, check Hannity.com. Lots of great stories there. Every day, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. He'll be back soon, and we'll take some calls in a minute. 1-800-941-SEAN is the number on The Sean Hannity Show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, And that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up when you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, 
and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Sean and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Sean. Hey, welcome back. It's the Sean Hannity Show. It's Mark Simone here for Sean. Have you seen these uh, Trump sneakers? Gold sneakers. They look great. They got the American flag on the back. I don't. How do they do those laces? It's got gold laces. They, Linda, they look beautiful, don't they? I'll tell you what. You wear those gold laced Trump sneakers next to your gold pave gorilla again with the pave. Power gold. The whole day we're trying to figure out what this what, pave man, is. It's going to be pretty snappy. All right. Well, everybody laughed when he introduced the gold sneakers. They all went, "This is ridiculous." This is uh, well, they were sold out in what ten, a minute and a half. Ethan was just saying that somebody bought a resale. How much was it, E? $10,000 for a resale. Yeah, they're $399, which is not outrageous, believe it or not, for these fancy no, it's not, designer sneakers. They sold out instantly. And where was that, eBay? People are reselling them for $10,000. I think 000. it was in person. It was someone at the actual place when they sold it. Oh. Rebought it. For Check out eBay. I bet they're on there for thousands of probably. dollars. Yeah, for probably ten grand. That's in where that guy got him. Fact, I think that's might have been what gave him the idea. He's he's uh, a while back. Somebody's at Mar-a-Lago, and says to Trump, "Will you sign my golf shoes?" And Trump signs them. Then he finds out the guy put them on eBay and is getting thousands and thousands of dollars for it. So it kind of bothered him. Holy smokes! Ethan just checked. Sorry to interrupt you. Just checked. Forty-five thousand dollars. There you go. There you go. Oh my god! I rest my case. Real, what size are they? I'm just asking well, for a you, friend. You I'm buy them saying, as collector's listen, items. Come on. I'm not, I'm not in the, the business of collecting anything. I buy shoes. It's because I'm putting them on my feet. Give now, uh, to anybody listening, before you go on eBay and pay a fortune for these, remember, when they run up thousands of sneakers and they sell out in a second, uh, within a couple of weeks, they'll order 500,000 more and flood the market. So don't go paying uh, a fortune for them. Uh, now, if Nikki Haley put out a line of sneakers, what do you think? $1.50 maybe? Nobody would buy them. Uh, I want to know where all the Joe Biden swag is. Those 80 million voters and not a dang, you know, what is it? What's his motto? Build back. What is it? Yeah, build Biden. back better. It's been three years. Nothing got built. Nothing's back and nothing's better. <laughs> now, uh, Joe Biden could put out like gold crutches or something or a gold walker. Or I shouldn't say that's not funny. Because, gold ice cream. Not funny because... A number, and I know a bunch of really serious doctors who've watched Biden video and have said to me privately, his gait is off, his balance is off. This is absolutely somebody who should be using a walker. And we have to talk about the constant screaming. I mean, it's like he he's his decibel range starts at zero. He's yeah. whispering. You know, he loves to whisper. I don't know. What, uh, I don't know. Hey, folks. That's from years hey, of folks. obscene phone calls. He can't get rid of that voice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Mark <laughs> Simone here for Sean Hannity. See who it is. Oh, look at that. It actually is a great guest. It's Paul Morrow. He's very good. Fox News contributor. And uh, well, he's got a, an amazing resume. NYPD inspector, attorney, founder of OpsDesk.org. And always great to have him on. Paul Morrow, how you doing? Good, Mark. Great to be here. Hey, after a lifetime in law enforcement... When you look around New York City or where, and you see shoplifting is legal, uh, all, all this stuff going on, you've got a crazy district attorney who doesn't think you should put anybody in jail. What do you think to yourself? You know, you know, let's take a step back. My first impulse is to say, by what metric do they think it's working? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because 
as somebody who's been here almost all my life, and, uh, you know, I've seen this stuff come and go. I lived through the bad old days of the 70s and 80s and the real nadir of the city in the 90s. And then a bipartisan effort, we must remember, it was Bill Clinton who pushed through the bipartisan bill in the Congress. Uh, one of the things, by the way, that a man named Joe Biden signed on to, and that was at the height of the crack epidemic, and funded cops, got them out on the street. But the culture was behind the police at the time. People wanted this stuff cleaned up. And it worked. It can work. It has worked in the past. We've seen how to do it. And it's a canard to say that, well, it's just your first response is always to incarcerate now and ask questions later, because I would point the audience to the first years of the de Blasio administration before he fully got his legs under him and all his sort of uh, socialist slash communist leanings came to bear. And he decided to completely undermine the efforts of the police because he wouldn't mess with Bill Bratton, who was the police commissioner at the time. And my point is that not only did crime continue to go down, but, Mark, so did incarceration rates, which is an often overlooked metric. It can work with judicious, intelligent police executives driving it home. It's it, As long as you have the culture behind you and the prosecutors behind you, and the mayor's office behind you, but unfortunately, in most of the blue cities across the country, you have none of the above. Yeah, you know it's funny they uh, they'll let all the criminals go, don't arrest anybody, don't put anybody in jail, don't lock anybody up. But Donald Trump, boom, four hundred charges, get him for everything. I mean, uh, so obviously they can go after somebody when they want to. Uh, what about that incredible hypocrisy? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, you know what? what we, here's what we need: is we need all of these shoplifting crews to start running around in MAGA hats. <laughs> We'd get a little bit of action, right? You know, Mark, to sort of uh, break the normal paradigm of this conversation, because we have it all the time, I know you do, where are the feds? And, you know, we know where they are. They're hiding under their desks and looking for more ways to take Donald Trump off the set. But, you know, you've got classic RICO situations here with these Venezuelan gangs. You know, the NYPD took that case down recently where they named the top guy who appears to be back in Venezuela, but who was operating an organized ring. You have, let's go into another context. You know, I did a lot of counterterrorism in my career. You have the leaders of Hamas residing in a nominal American ally, Qatar, who are responsible for the death of uh, well into double figures of Americans. I know that the figure varies, but, you know, let's put it in mid-20s. And uh, the, the hostages as well that they're holding who are American citizens. And there's no case. There's no federal case. There were federal cases against everybody in Al-Qaeda. There was federal cases against ISIS. I was in the middle of them as part of a task force. And yet, this federal government doesn't seem to have the backbone or the wherewithal to say, we are going to indict the members of the leadership of Hamas and Qatar, give them up because they've killed American citizens. And that's just the indicia of where we are these days internationally, nationally, and on the home front. Did you say indicia? Uh, Linda, look that up. <laughs> no, that's a pretty fancy word. I like that. Uh, uh, I think to legalese, Mark. I apologize. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, uh, uh, it's very good. Um, when you let 10 million, 12 million cross the border, uh, in fact, law enforcement experts tell me if you take any group of uh, 100,000, you're going to have a couple hundred criminals in there. So uh, if it's 12 million people crossing the border, that's thousands and thousands and thousands of criminals. And how many terrorists in there? And is there any doubt in your mind that we're going to have a terrorist problem as a result of this? No. And, 
his, and again, I'm going to default to history because, you know, we just seem to not learn from it. Uh, 1980s, we had the Mario boat lift. Castro sent us 150 to 170,000 Cubans, most of whom were fine people, became part of the American fabric, American success story. But as we all know, he also emptied out his prisons and he emptied out his insane asylums. But there are a number of untold stories of that whole thing. Um, I have them up now on, on you mentioned it, my, my uh, website and blog, OpsDesk. And he sent, of those 150 to 170,000, at least 1,700 of them were hardened criminals including at least two serial killers and at least 3,000 intelligence agents. Now you do the math. 150,000, let's call it. That was then. Now we have millions. And Maduro in Venezuela is doing the same thing. I don't know any sentient human being who doesn't think he's not. And remember something, just like Castro, Maduro has said he won't take them back. So, you know, there's all this posturing and all this kabuki from our leaders, from Eric Adams, who's saying, I need the federal government to help me to deport these people. And Kathy Hochul, who says the same nonsense, there's no way to deport them, too. Short of handing them all parachutes, flying a B-52 over Caracas, opening the door and kicking them out, they're not going back. These are a long-term problem. They're going to be here. And if we got 3,000 Cuban intelligence agents in the 1980s, Maduro, who, by the way, his intelligence agency is run by the Cubans, Venezuela and Cuba are as thick as thieves. You can imagine how many Venezuelan and other intelligence agents, including sympathizers like Iran, Russia, you know, all the usual suspects here coming into this country. This is a problem we're going to be paying for, I suspect, for the rest of our lives. But yeah, but you know, these illegals in New York are going to, and the mayor has said this, are going to bankrupt us because it's going to cost $12 billion to take care of them. You could just load them up on buses. For $2 million, you could get them all out of here, send the buses to Washington, drop them off in front of the White House, and let the federal government take care of it. Wouldn't that be the smartest thing to do? It would, but of course he's not going to do that. And one of the reasons he's not is they have sent a real shot across his bow yeah. well. with this potential indictment that he's looking at. So I see you know where I'm going. Yeah. You know, for the audience, if they don't know, the feds came, they took his devices relative to what looks to be a pretty thin investigation regarding some uh, zoning benefits that the Turkish government might have gotten from uh, Eric Adams. Um, it does look like Adams might have some campaign finance issues. And look, it's all not out. And I may end up finding out that it was a lot worse than it looked. But I think from where we sit right now, he, he is on notice from the administration that he better play ball. And at the end of the day, he, he is the mayor of a very progressive city who uh, voted, obviously, for Joe Biden, particularly Manhattan Island. And uh, they're also the Manhattan Island is who put Hochul over the top because that was a pretty close race until Manhattan came in relative to uh, Lee Zeldin. So, you know, Adams knows where his bread is buttered. He, he makes a lot of noise here about the migrants. Then he goes down to Central and South America on a fact-finding trip, quote-unquote. And he starts telling everybody down there, come to New York, we'll welcome you with open arms. I've never seen anybody play both sides of the fence so ineptly. It's really palpable. And, you know, he's now got this other thing that's beginning to bubble. New York Post is all over it, where he seems to have given a sweetheart contract to a friend of his on a no-bid deal. That looks like it's going to be a problem for him as well. So I don't think he's in any position to poke the bear. But again, where are the feds? Because these Venezuelan crews are criminals. They don't want them because they know they can't get rid of them. The only hope here is that under American law, federal immigration law, if you've gone through other nations and achieved, quote-unquote, status in those nations... You can't be deported to those nations. There is a theory that we may be able to get some of them out and put them back into places that accepted them, like Ecuador, where they achieved a certain refugee status. 
But unless we pull some rabbit out of the hat like that, Mark, you and I are going to be doing this story, I think, for a good long time. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned our governor, Kathy Hochul. This is one cowardly woman. You know, Thursday night she made the greatest speech about Israel, how we must defend Israel. We must stand by Israel. Israel's got to clean out Gaza. And she said, why, if uh, Canada attacked Buffalo, there'd be no Canada tomorrow. you got to do what you got to do. The next day she apologizes. I'm so sorry. Uh, it was inappropriate. I was wrong. Who got to her? God knows. You know, what is she, she's afraid of Trudeau? <laughs> That must, that's the one person who's afraid of Trudeau. <laughs> but the left must have really threatened her because she backed down real fast. And uh, Mark, she's the most ineffectual politician, and that's a big statement. She's the most ineffectual, accidental politician. She has ascended to where she is by two accidents, the most significant of them being the Cuomo affair, as you and I both know. And you're seeing now why she's always been nothing but a political mediocrity. Um, she has no core principles, no core positions. She has done nothing to help the quality of life here. She'll sign any legislation put in front of her that she thinks will, will gain her a vote. And New York State is never going to be the power it was. It's going to continue to lose population until we get somebody of the quality, at least of a Lee Zeldin, or at least a moderate Democrat with some backbone. Because she's really, really the bottom of the barrel. I don't say that casually. I don't know where they found her, but uh, she needs to go back. Uh, I'll tell you where they found her. You know who did more damage to New York, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves? Andrew Cuomo did more damage to New York. He's the guy that signed the no bail, no jail. He's the guy that came up with this congestion pricing, raised the taxes. He's the guy that chose Kathy Hochul. He, he doesn't get enough credit for really doing a lot of damage to New York. And that's where the exodus started under Cuomo. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. I would. You know, we have this uh, anti-police, anti-law and order legislature up there in Heasty and Cousins. And the stopgap there would have been Andrew Cuomo. But he was all hit by jail with them. And after the 2020 Summer of Love, he couldn't wait to pile onto the anti-police bandwagon as well. He signed all that smiling away. He does deserve the blame for that. I believe he had... Uh, Hochul there because he always believed that she would never be a threat to him because he knew that she was completely uninspiring. And then, of course, we know how things played out in uh, New York politics. You never know which way it's going to go. And uh, as a result, we got her. But you're 100 percent right. He was a malevolent actor. He's making this half-baked comeback now that he wants to run for May <laughs> riddance and stay in obscurity where you belong. Yeah. All right. Well, Paul Morrow, great stuff. Uh, where's the best place to follow you? Twitter? Uh, where? Uh, the Ops Desk is the name of the website. We tweet under that as well as an operations desk. That's short for op, uh, operations. But, uh, yeah, you can find us on the web, opsdesk.org. Sign up for the uh, the newsletter. Keep abreast of everything going on in the crime and intelligence worlds. And uh, we'll see you there. And, uh, hey, thanks for having me, Mark. Always fun. <laughs> oh, good to have you. Everybody go to opsdesk.org. And, of course, you can see Paul Morrow. He's a Fox News contributor. And uh, opsdesk.org is the site. Thanks for being with us. All right, buddy. Take care now. All right. Take care. Uh, and everybody, uh, you know, make sure you check out Hannity.com. You can follow me on Twitter, X, although I'm shadow banned there. But uh, Instagram, it's Mark Simone, NYC at Instagram. Mark Simone, NYC at Instagram. And, uh, of course, watch Hannity tonight, 9 o'clock, Fox News Channel. We'll take some calls in a minute. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Hey, welcome back. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Let's take some calls. Let's go to uh, uh, Arthur in Raleigh, North Carolina. Arthur, how you doing? 
Yes, this is Arthur. How you doing, Mr. Simone? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Listen, first of all, I know you're not Sean. I wanted to relay a message to Sean. Uh-huh. Tell him to stop picking on Linda. On Linda? Linda's good gal. Very good gal, but I think she can take care of herself. Thank you, Arthur. I appreciate it very much. I'm sure she can. Yeah. I call I call because I have a theory. I have yeah. a theory. What's that? Of uh Mr. Nathan Wade and, and, and Fannie Willis. And my working theory is this. I think they're doing their post-celebration a little bit premature. They thought they had Trump against the ropes. They thought they were going to beat him. He was in their state. It, when they win, he can't pardon himself if he's president. And they just started celebrating prematurely. Yeah, well, also, bear in mind, also, they're complete idiots, both of them. Just two bubbleheads. But thanks for calling, Arthur. Yeah, they're just two dopey people. You know, uh, the amazing thing about Trump, he gets prosecuted for things that everybody does all the time. Well, he called the election officials, told them to do this, do that, asked him for this, asked him for this. It's done all the time. People on the Al Gore team said they made the same exact phone calls to every county in Florida uh, in the 2000 election. It's done all the time. Well, he questioned the election. Yeah, so did Stacey Abrams over and over and over and over again. So, uh, the, I mean, luckily um, for Trump and forever the America, they're two of the most incompetent bunglers in the world who get caught sleeping with each other, taking tons of taxpayer money. And in his uh, paperwork there, this guy says he had two eight-hour meetings in the White House. Now, you'll notice the totally corrupt media has never asked a question about it, never looked into it. Nobody ever asked Joe Biden. Uh, could you find out what those uh, two eight-hour meetings were all about? You ever had an eight-hour meeting with anybody? I've never had an eight-hour meeting. Nobody's ever had an eight-hour meeting. That means it wasn't just a meet and greet. It was eight hours. That means detailed planning. And you have to come back for another eight hours? Now, if he says, well, it's not true, then fraudulently billing the uh, state for money. Should be prosecuted. Anyway, we've got a lot to get to in the next hour. Steve Moore will be with us, and uh, we'll get to uh, well, lots to talk about. And don't forget, check out Hannity.com. The website has great stories, new ones all the time. And uh, we'll be back. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees, they want to thank all of you, our listeners, for all of your continued support. And to thank you, they are having a massive sale on not only overstock and clearance products, but on new products as well. Just go to the Sean Hannity Square when you go to MyPillow.com and you'll find some of the lowest prices ever, plus free shipping for your entire order. For example, you get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. If you're looking to try a new product, you might want to try the new flannel sheets. They're 50% off, but they won't be in stock for very long. They have this six-piece towel set. Well, now selling for twenty nine ninety eight. That's fifty percent off. So take advantage. Free shipping, especially on larger items like a mattress or mattress topper. A hundred percent, all made in the USA. On sale for as low as ninety nine ninety nine. And you'll find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more. It's the Sean Hannity Square. When you go to mypillow.com or just call and mention my name eight hundred nine one nine six zero nine zero eight hundred nine one nine six zero nine zero or mypillow.com.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.